Welcome back to Here and There Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Friendly, and I'm so glad you're here. I honestly had such a crazy, hectic day, and I almost wasn't going to record, but honestly, just sitting down and chatting with you calms me and like gives me something to look forward to, so I knew that I had to do it. And today, we're going to be talking all about travel because I am heading out for an 11 day trip on Thursday. So when you're listening to this, I will probably be in Greece. I am so excited. I am counting down the minutes until I get on that plane. It's always so hard before you go out of town or take a vacation because you're just busy trying to, you know, cover all the bases and get everything in order but then it's so worth it when you finally get to relax and I'm just so pumped. So that's where we're at. Just trying to check things off my to-do list one by one, not get too stressed or anxious about it and know that it will all get done. It always gets done and it's going to be fine. Um, If you don't know, I have a full-time job. I'm the director of social media at the Sculpt Society. So I'm responsible for all the content that goes on the Sculpt Society's social channels, as well as Megan Roop's social channel. She's our founder. And that's just a lot of content and a lot going on. And then I also have, you know, a side hustle. I do my own Instagram account, but I also create content for clients. So I shot as much as I could over the weekends that this week I can just focus on everything else, all the admin. I'm also trying to do my taxes for people in California. We had an extension until October and you best believe I took that and then procrastinated until the very last minute. So just, I don't know why I did this to myself, but you made your bed. You have to lie in it, Jordan, you know, but it's going to be fine. Like I said, I... I'm very passionate about people taking their PTO, or if you don't have a full-time job, just take a vacation because burnout is just so real. I've talked about it on this podcast before, but taking time to recharge, it's it's just an absolute necessity. And I feel like I am so overdue for a vacation. I haven't had a single day off since I started my job actually one year ago it's overdue and I can feel myself, you know, just not doing as well mentally because I haven't taken the time. Everyone deserves it. Whether you work for yourself, you know, I know it can be really hard because you don't want to fall behind. Or if you don't work for a few days, maybe you don't make money because you have, you know, a job that's more hourly. I fully get that, but it is just so rejuvenating and so important for your mental health to take that time off. In regards to working a full-time job and having PTO, if you work somewhere where you have unlimited PTO, which is a blessing and a curse, if you know, you know, but if you don't take the PTO, you're not going to get paid out for it. So if you're, if you're not taking it, you're leaving money on the table. So I always want people to understand that because you know, you should maximize every single benefit that you get at your job, sick days, whatever it is, like take them all because you may not get paid out for that and it's just going to go to waste. So with that all being said, 
we can kick things off. I guess I kind of already kicked them off, but I'm going to share a current favorite. And that favorite actually has to do with my birthday that I celebrated this past weekend, which by the way, was exactly as I thought it would be. So low-key filled with time with good friends and good food. So much good food. I'm literally comprised of 90% bagels and cake at this point, but it was truly so special and so wonderful. And I felt so loved, but my favorite is this cake box thing. So my mom knows that I love to bake my cake every year. I, I just, I used to work at a bakery uh, in my early twenties and I just really enjoy making my own cake. And she sent me this mix. It's called Red Velvet NYC. And they send you a box with everything you need to bake desserts, like right in there, except for eggs. That was the only thing. There was butter, buttermilk, so it is perishable, but no eggs because obviously they can break. Um, But everything else was right in there. She sent one for a cake, a funfetti cake with buttercream frosting, which is what I made and devoured. And then also one for these chocolate lava cakes that I'll make another time. But It's such a cute gift idea. It was so fun. I feel like if you want to, if you have kids or you want to send a gift to someone with kids or maybe like a teenager or something who loves to be in the kitchen, it's such a fun gift. And the cake came with all the sprinkles and all these decorations and it was just the coolest. So Red Velvet NYC, couldn't recommend it more. Such a thoughtful gift. My mom really knocked it out of the park with that one. And, um, Yeah. So with that, we'll get into all things travel. So I'm going to start off with a few travel hacks. Alex and I, Alex, my husband and I are huge on credit card points. I will admit he is way more savvy than I am when it comes to really maximizing them, but anybody can do this. Like when you open a credit card and make sure you pick a credit card that has benefits that you will actually use. We have the Chase Sapphire Reserve and Preferred. I also have, I've opened up credit cards this year. Of course, we spend more money than I'd like to admit, obviously buying this house and the furniture in it. So we took out new credit cards and referred each other to get more points. So like if you spend X amount in the first three months, you get however many tens of thousands of points. We did that. Do that. If you know you're going to be spending a lot of money on something, maybe you have your a wedding, a big trip coming up, you're moving apartments, whatever it is, open up a new credit card. Don't do it all the time, obviously, but those points go a long way. And then we'll use them to book our flights, our hotels. That's literally how we got our flights to Greece this year. So, And I believe our honeymoon flights last year as well. The next one is hotels.com. If you get 10 nights with hotels.com, you get one free. So if you're ever going on like a little weekend trip, or maybe you're going to someone's wedding, use hotels.com to book your hotel. If you want, if you can, whatever, and then you'll get a night free. And we are using our free night for one of the nights on our trip. Also flying at weird times for many, many, many years. When I was penny pinching, I would only take red eyes during the week because they were the cheapest. And yeah, I was a little tired, but I was in my 20s and I didn't care. Um, And it was so worth it to save the money. But even if you're not taking a red eye, you know, I'm planning a trip to New York in October. I will be flying on a Tuesday or Wednesday because it's just cheaper. I don't, if you don't have to fly on a Saturday or Friday, don't do it. And you will save so much money. Also building up airline miles. 
I have, for some reason, my family has just been a united family for a very long time. I think that was my dad's choice and we just stuck with it. Um, I also love Southwest. Some people love American. Some people are Delta, you know, whatever the case may be, just build up those airline miles. I know sometimes it's tempting to like, just choose the cheapest option or whatever, but if you can stick with a carrier, especially if you're going longer distances, it really adds up. Those miles go a long way, just like the credit card points. My next hack is always bring your own snacks. Airport food is so expensive and so gross. Like 90% of the time, I don't understand why, but my biggest one is, well, I always have a bag of snacks, like without a doubt, as well as a reusable water bottle. But I love to bring oatmeal packets, like the dried, you know, whatever Quaker Bob's red mill, whatever you want oatmeal packets. And then when they come around with the drink cart, ask for hot water, ask for hot water in a cup. And then you basically just put the oatmeal packet in the cup, let it sit, let it thicken. And then I love to use Biscoff cookies as a spoon. You can also bring a spoon or, you know, let's say you get a coffee at the airport. You can ask where you get a coffee to grab a spoon or bring your own reusable spoon. But that oatmeal has saved me so many times. You could also bring a nut butter packet to add some protein in there. It's just like in comparison to a $15 breakfast sandwich, you know, it really does the trick. So those are my travel hacks. In terms of itinerary planning, I will admit I am not the biggest planner when it comes to having like a set itinerary. And I know this is a hot topic because I feel like you're one one of two people. You're either someone who plans everything down to like the hour mark or 30 minute mark. And I love that for you, but I plan everything else in my life so strictly that when I'm on vacation and I'm traveling, I like to just go with the flow. I do think it's really important that you have some idea of what you want to do and some sense of like the good restaurants or you get recommendations or things like that. So for that, I love to use Pinterest. It's always been my favorite for trip planning. I have boards on boards of different places I want to go to, different trips I've been on. Um, When we went to Southeast Asia, I had made a whole board for that. I made a whole board for our Italy honeymoon last year. It's just so helpful and you can save all these things and just really, it also gets you excited. It's like one of my favorite things to do just to, you know, like get pumped for my trip. Um, I also love to scroll TikTok. Like I'll search specifically. So we're going to Crete. That's one of the places, one of the islands we're going to is Crete. So I'll search that on TikTok and see what people are saying. There's also a lot of like mistakes I made in Crete or, you know, things I wish I knew before going to Crete. So that can also be really helpful. And then crowdsourcing for recs, like ask your friends, you know, I put up a a story on Instagram and just ask people if they had any recommendations. I also watched YouTube videos. I know not everyone is into YouTube, but it's one of my favorite things. So I would search, um, on YouTube things to do in Santorini and Crete. Uh, and we're also going to be spending a night in Vienna. So that was just, you know, such a cool way to see, what other people were doing and what they said, right? People will be honest and they'll tell you. So definitely recommend that. I also just discovered this thing called Google My Maps. I was trying to figure out a way to put on a map different pins basically so that I could figure out how far away things were from my hotel, from the towns that we want to visit, from some of the beaches we want to visit. 
So it's called Google My Maps and you can just add different destinations and it pops it all on a map for you. It is seriously the coolest thing. I couldn't recommend it more. And I do think if you were to try to like map it out in terms of directions, it'll integrate with Google Maps like so that you can get the directions, I believe. I haven't gotten to that point yet, but it is really nice to have a visual of how far apart things are. The other thing I actually do plan ahead of time, aside from hotels and flights, is any rental cars. Like that is an absolute must. So I booked our rental car months ago. And then any other reservations that I know I'm going to need, like our ferry. We booked our ferry a few weeks ago. And then I have been keeping an eye on cooking classes. That's something we love to do no matter where we go overseas. Cooking classes are so fun, like such a great way to get to know people from wherever you're visiting and get a sense of the culture and learn something. And there's always other cool people in class from all over the world. So fun. So I, you know, have some options for cooking classes pulled up and then any other adventures or excursions. I know we want to do a boat day in Santorini. So I've pulled two different options for companies that do boat tours. But part of the reason I love to kind of go with the flow is because Some of the best recommendations we've ever gotten traveling come from speaking to the locals. So talking to your cab driver, talking to the concierge, talking to your server at a restaurant, or let's say you go on the boat tour, talking to the skipper. I think that's what they're called. Um, But, you know, just actually talking to people that live there and get the best. They know what's good. They know what's going to be worth your time. They know it's going to be overly touristy. That's the gold right there. So We always like to leave a little bit of room for flexibility. And I'm also someone, Alex is the same way. And honestly, so is my family where we'll adventure about half the day, you know, walk around town, et cetera. And then the other half is chilling by the pool or resting on the balcony, whatever it may be. Because if you're just adventuring the entire day, you're going to totally burn yourself out and it's not even that relaxing. So I love a nice mix of both. As for what to pack, this is the last section and it's a little bit longer because I'm very passionate about this. I have been packing in pretty much only a carry-on since I was 22, uh, mostly because I didn't want to pay for a check bag, but also because it's easier. You don't have to wait for your bag to come out of baggage claim. You don't have to worry about how heavy it is and all these things. It's just annoying. Obviously you have to worry about how heavy your carry on is, but like, I don't know, just hauling big bags to and from the airport is so annoying sometimes. So unless I'm going skiing or snowboarding, I really try to just pack in a carry on. We are also exceptionally terrified of losing our bags this trip. Um, when we went on our honeymoon to Italy, I just, I knew that I was going to bring too much to pack in a carry on. Uh, I wanted to have all my nicest outfits and shoes and makeup and all the things. So we were, you know, we took our chances with a checked bag last year, which was risky because I feel like so many people lost their bags. But I've been hearing about even more this year, especially for some reason in Greece. So carry on all the way. I think we have air tags that we will be using as well. I've heard those really come in handy. But 11 days in a carry-on is tough. However, I think it helps a, that it's summer. So everything I'm packing is like on the smaller, lighter side and B, you know, I'm just, I'm not trying to be some fashion blogger. I want to take cute pictures, but like, 
I don't need a new outfit every single day. I don't need a new swimsuit every single day. I'm not packing a million pairs of shoes. I'm keeping skincare and makeup really chill this time. No hair tools. Like I don't want to mess with the outlets and all that. So just keeping it really simple. I'm bringing literally three pairs of shoes, one pair of sneakers and two pairs of sandals. That's it. Sometimes I bring heels to things unless I'm going to a wedding I don't wear the heels. Like I just don't. It's unnecessary, especially going to a place where you know you're going to be walking a ton. I just don't see a purpose. You know, like if you don't have an event that you have to wear heels to, just don't do it. As for undergarments, I'm very, very passionate about these because I've tried so many different brands when it comes to bras and underwear and all the things. I will tell you, don't sleep on airy. It's like seven pairs of underwear for $35 and I love them and they last and they have so much variety. I, I just, I, I could not love them more. I have a pair of skims underwear that was like $18 for one and yeah, it's nice, but so is my underwear from airy. That was a fraction of the price. So if you're looking for good underwear, you need a little upgrade, treat yourself. It's important to change that out, you know, periodically go to Airy. But for bras, I will say the Skims bralettes are a game changer. I, for so long, I would watch people talk about them and be, and just be so confused. Like, how does this possibly hold you in? How, like, is it, how is this comfortable? How does it look good under a shirt? It's like a, it looks like a training bra that we would wear when we were in third grade, but it, it somehow so effective so comfortable. It's all I want to wear. I have them in three colors, tan, white, and black. And that's seriously all I wear unless I don't know, I need something for like a specific neckline or whatever, but those are so great and they don't take up much space. I think the other thing about bras is that they take up so much space and you don't want to ruin them. You don't want to smush them. So you have to like pack them with care and all this stuff. Now go with a bralette if you can they're amazing. I also love bring them ups. That's what they're called. They're these like sticky, they're, they're nipple covers, but they're bigger than that, which I, which I really like. And you can sort of lift up the top for some extra oomph. Um, I don't really care about that, but I do like the amount of coverage that it gives and mostly just want to make sure there's like a little layer of something between me and my shirt so that it doesn't look like so see-through but those are amazing. They're called bring em ups. I get them on Amazon. I also just order these other nipple covers that I will keep you posted on from, I think they're from Revolve, but they have them all over the place. I've heard people rave about them. As for outfits, I think it is so key to pack pieces that you can wear in different ways. So if I were going somewhere where it wasn't going to be 90 degrees, I would probably bring a pair of trousers because trousers, you can dress up or down. You want to have some basics, basic tops, maybe a couple bodysuits. I think bodysuits are the best. If you have a bodysuit, you can wear it with pants, shorts, a skirt, whatever. It's the it's absolutely amazing. I like I said, I'm keeping things really casual on this trip. So I brought a few dresses that I can wear as cover-ups because we're going to be doing a lot of like beach hopping. I I have one linen midi dress. It sounds kind of fancy. It's so unfancy. Like it's like a beige, super chill midi dress that has like buttons down the front. It's a kind of a V cut, but not too low, very comfortable. 
short sleeve and it you can dress it up or down. And that is another thing like that is literally perfect for so many different climates and so many different scenarios. I also brought my overalls. I will admit to you, I have been feeling very insecure in my body lately. Just, I mean, there's so much going on in my life that it's really the last thing that I need to be worried about, but um, definitely not feeling super confident, which isn't always the best going into like a beach vacation, but I just wanted to make sure that I packed things that I still feel good in. So anything that kind of like is flowy, it's nothing tight by any means. So the reason I brought the overalls, like I didn't want to bring any of my tight shorts, jean shorts suck. I'm still trying to find a pair that I genuinely love. It's rough out there, but the overalls are a little bit looser. You can wear them over a bathing suit. You can wear them with a little top and you're golden. So those are my must-haves. And then also a long line sports bra that kind of doubles as a shirt, especially in a warmer climate is amazing to have, or even not like, I know we're going into fall. So maybe you're not going somewhere warm, but a long line sports bra, you can wear either as a workout top, or you can just wear it underneath your shirt. It's awesome. And I also think exercise skirts are a game changer. I'm very into tennis skirts. Another thing I've talked about on this podcast before, but those are so great because I still think they're like really cute, but they've got shorts underneath. So, you know, if you're going to be walking the streets of wherever you still have, you feel comfortable. You don't have to worry if the wind blows and it like blows it up. I hate when that happens. It's so embarrassing, but if you have shorts on underneath, you're golden. And then again, you can wear it to work out if you really want to. Another thing that I always, always, always have on hand, this is literally how I'm able to pack in the carry-on is to bring a travel size soap for hand washing. My mom taught me to hand wash my clothes so long ago. I literally only hand wash my active wear and my bras, um, in, in a sink, right? I just, I use something called ivory liquid soap. It's so old school, but you can use, I don't know. They're, they're probably a million. I've just been getting ivory liquid soap since I was like 15. I used to bring it to sleepaway camp and do my hand wash in the sink, in my bunk. It is a game changer because that's how you can do your underwear if you really want to, but you know, I'll hand wash my tops and then I can rewear them again. I wouldn't hand wash your like jeans. That's not a good idea or a sweatshirt or something like that. But if you have, if you hand wash your layers underneath any t-shirts, whatever you are good to go. You know, you can also do laundry while traveling. We did that in Italy last year. We actually, maybe it was in Italy. No, I think we did this in Southeast Asia. We went to like a local laundromat and just had like them do a fluff and fold or whatever it's called. And that was really helpful because that was another time we were gone for almost two weeks and only had to carry on. So you do what you got to do, but the hand soap, you can just use right in your hotel room or Airbnb. It is the best in terms of shoes. Like I said, I am just keeping it really, really simple, but when let's say I'm going away in the winter, like I'm going home for an extended period of time, I always think it's important to have one pair of shoes that you can wear out to dinner. So in this case, I can wear sandals out to dinner because it's going to be really hot. But in the fall or winter, I'll bring like either black booties or cowboy boots because those are really versatile. But if I do need to dress up, if I need to look nicer, those are perfect. And a pair of sneakers, like maybe something comfy. So call it in winter, three pairs of shoes, sneakers, 
Ugg boots, booties, the end. You don't need anything more than that. In terms of like extra stuff, I always, always like to bring books. I know some people are Kindle people, which is really cool. And that makes it even easier for you. But for me, I love a handheld book, like a paperback. So I'm bringing two books this trip. I'm kind of afraid that I'm going to go through them really quickly, but if that's the case, that's fine. I don't really have room for any more and I'll probably just leave them in Greece when I'm done. I actually read the most amazing book in Italy because someone had left it in our hotel room. It was called all the light we lost. I think, um, by Jill Santopolo. Seriously, one of the best books I've ever read in my whole life. And the only reason I read it is because it was in our room. So I kind of like that idea. Like you leave behind something that, you know, someone else can enjoy. So I love a good book and that's perfect for the plane too. And then the last thing is a notebook and a pencil. I always feel so inspired when I travel for some reason, just Actually, I think that's probably a common sentiment. You know, you're out of your routine, you're in a new place, you're a little bit more relaxed. And I just think it can be really, really inspiring. So I want to journal every single day on this trip. I'm, I know that's a lofty goal, but I'm going to try. I'll get back to you when I'm back to let you know how it went. But I would love to journal even just a few sentences every single day. It also is a memory. I have notebooks from when I was younger on trips and I love rereading them. So I definitely want to do that. And then also just like making lists of things. Like I'm definitely definitely in a place where I'm kind of reevaluating some things and trying to figure out what I really want and lists. The Virgo in me loves a list. And I think that, you know, when the inspiration comes, I can just pull out my notebook and write down whatever it is that's on my mind, goals, plans, etc. So that is that. That is the travel episode. I will be gone until September 11th, so there won't be an episode next week, but I will be back the week after and I will have more guests on. I know it's been two soul episodes in a row, but mostly that was just because of scheduling. So if you have anyone that you want to request to come on this podcast, please let me know. I have so many people that I want to have on here. It's just a matter of aligning the stars and the schedules, like I said. So other than that, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And let me know if you're going on any trips. I know Labor Day weekend is this weekend. So if you have anything fun planned, I hope you have a great weekend. If you don't have anything fun planned, good, relax. Sometimes no plans are the best plans. And you can just leave space in your schedule for whatever you're feeling like. Do something to treat yourself or stay home and watch movies. I'm we're really looking forward to coming back from Greece and having it be fall so that we can get all cozy in here, decorate, break out Harry Potter, Gilmore Girls, all the pumpkin spice. So it's going to be really good. I um, Actually, you know what? I will leave you with one last thought. My favorite thing to do when I have to come back from a trip because I always get the post-travel blues and to be honest, I'm already kind of sad that the trip is here because that means it's going to be over. But whenever I'm on the plane or in the car or wherever on my way back home, I make a list of things to look forward to. So it just made me think of that because on my list of things to look forward to will be all the fall things. So 
keep that in mind. It seriously works every single time. I'll either write the list down in my phone or think it in my head or write it down on a notebook, but things to look forward to. So have a great weekend. I will see you guys soon. Follow me at jordan.friendly on Instagram. We're at here and there.pod. Subscribe, review, all the things. I appreciate you. See you soon. Thank you.